0: Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode.
1: Last night, Bonnie, you had a story that we we kind of just kind of got, just barely got into at the very end of the show um, from the Foundation for Economic Education. Yes. And it's an opinion piece about people being angry at the so-called elites of the world. Uh, And we got a little bit into it if you want to kind of recap for us. But first, Uh, before
0: we get into that, like, I actually want to analyze this term, the elites. Yeah. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's really common for people to talk about the elites and just assume everyone knows what everyone's talking about. And I mean, okay, so there's a difference between like the money elite Hmm. and the power elite, Hmm. except, of course, in a country where the money buys you power. So, like, uh, we could be considered uh, the information elite because we actually get our information from uh, non-governmental and non-corporate media sources. Hmm. So, I mean, uh, I-, I could be considered a uh, the massage elite because I'm better at that than most people.
2: He is.
1: For sure. But people probably aren't angry at you because you give a good massage. Right, right. So- but,
2: yeah, the the use of the word elites in everyday like libertarian twitter i think it's usually referring to people who run the show behind the scenes like klaus schwab but then the left likes to use it towards people like jeff bezos klaus
1: schwab is the founder of the world economic forum
0: satoshi nakamoto is uh, hypothetically like the richest man in the world he's i think in the top
1: 20 or something like that
0: well uh and the thing about that is, like, it's it's tough to t- to say because the price of Bitcoin is constantly changing. Yeah, and there's the fact that everything that ever split off of the original Bitcoin is money that he can spend in those altcoins. True. In addition to the, so I mean, it's kind of hard to calculate, but like, there's one of the uh, the potentially most rich people in the world. Yeah, and it's not because it's quite the opposite. Not only was he not receiving this money from uh, printed money from from governments, but he went completely in the opposite direction and gave us an incredible tool, and by providing that value became uh, one of the money elite. Correct. Well, if we could identify him or her at this point, mm-hmm. but uh, that may never happen. Yeah. Now, on the other hand, you have like, uh, you know, uh, John D. Rockefeller, who like, Actually, went from one to the other. So at one point, he was earning all of his money from from providing energy to people in an efficient way. Mm-hmm. But once he had enough of that, he could buy politicians and push out
1: his competition. Yep. So Seen he went on so many times in various different businesses right. where the business becomes the regulator. Right. They write the regulations that the politicians then pass because they've got the politicians in their pockets.
3: I just want to say that uh, you know. If it wasn't for the extra powerful central government, the 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 uh, the elite would be, you know, drastically emasculated. So,
2: how did we get a or a super powerful central government?
3: Well, it's because of of. People on the left think that that's the right answer. Well, people on the right yeah, think that, too. Right too. I
1: mean, the the
2: Republicans no, were in no, charge they, for many they, years.
3: They're always giving lip service to smaller government. Sure. The and then houses,
2: getting and us into wars.
3: They don't, they don't follow through. No. Of course. But but I mean, it's just like the left know, is the, always
0: giving there, lip service there, to being there, anti-war. There, unless they're in charge.
3: There's incentive all around and uh and and in the and the right people are you know I, and and you've got what the heck uh you know everybody consenting you got to stop consenting at some point
1: even if you could pro- somehow construct the perfect government program that was somehow efficient and only did one thing specifically and did a good job of it you would not be able to even if somehow you could get that to pass which of course is highly unlikely because it gets through the political process and then it gets all kinds of modified but even if it passed in exactly the way you envisioned it you wouldn't be the one who runs it. It would be bureaucrats who run it. And they would come in there and demand more, you know, bigger budgets and, and expand their purview beyond what you, far beyond what you had originally intended uh, for the program. And, and you'd have, before you know it, huge government as a result of that. So, Bonnie, you had this story here uh, tonight that you were sharing with us from the Foundation for Economic Education.
2: So, he goes through the years, starting as far back as the Constitution being a power grab that the people were okay with happening, that gave lots of, usurped lots of power from people to the government, Um, and he goes through the years, and he got up to the breaking up of Standard Oil. He says, considering how o- his honest effort was rewarded by those it benefited, it's hard to blame Rockefeller for throwing in with the government in a scheme to make dishonest money at the same people's expense.
1: I don't know. I kind of don't have a problem blaming people for going in with the government and using yeah. violence. To, I do agree uh, with that. But yeah, I absolutely blame him.
0: We really do live in exactly the world that Alexander Hamilton imagined. He wanted a big, giant, global empire with a lot of debt.
1: Yeah, 29, 30 trillion, something like that now. I, I saw something today about the uh, the Canadian debt, and I just thought, oh, isn't that quaint? They've got a whole trillion. <laughs> <laughs> but there's much smaller.
0: Uh, well, you know, if they were the world's dominant currency, they could print like
1: mad with uh, no real uh, consequence. Well, of course, we have consequences now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, all right, Bonnie, what else do we need to know uh, from this story?
2: So, in the last segment. Uh, we went through how this guy in the story says that considering how Rockefeller's honest effort was rewarded by those it benefit feted, it's hard to blame Rockefeller for throwing in with the government in a scheme to make dishonest money at the same people's expense. Referencing the breaking up of Standard Oil,
1: I think also referencing the foundation of the Federal Reserve. Right.
2: Well, he referenced lots of different things. He went from like the Constitution. That's what he said.
1: Dishonest money wasn't Rockefeller involved with the. That whole group uh, in 1913? Probably,
0: but I can't think of a of a direct line. Hmm. I mean, it It would be kind of shocking otherwise, but uh, I, d- I can't think of any direct... Hey, if any of the callers know a direct line between Rockefeller and the uh, Jekyll Island thing, let me know.
2: I can't see how you could say that there's nothing the individual can do when the individual can all move into one place. That was decided before 2009.
1: Sure, now you're and- talking about the Free State Project. It's Absolutely. not like there's
2: no no option. I, I just think if you have a, a conscious and and any type of morals, you're against the state. You wouldn't personally back the things they're doing. And if you can't do that, you're, you're going to try to get a way to get out of it, get out of their system.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you are aware enough to know the principles of liberty and to care about those principles and are willing to actually take the risk of putting them into play, uh, and to do something about it, then, yeah, there are paths, and we have taken that path of joining together with other like-minded people in New Hampshire who care about freedom and are doing something about it. That doesn't mean that it's an overnight process. It's going to take a very long time. But most people don't care about the ideas of liberty. They may not like what the government's doing to them, but they do like what the government does to other people, or they might And that's the whole
2: about. point of this yeah. article. He's saying you want to be safe, you want— uh, the Patriot Act, you yeah. want the t s a but you don't care how it's affecting other people that's the whole point
1: no i get I get that I'm just saying for the for the average person or for not even for the average person, for the person who cares enough about freedom to pay attention and to be frustrated by the lack of it, I wouldn't blame that person if they just wanted to try to ignore what was going on so when people push back on ideas, you do actually see basic
0: retreats from the expansion of power in that sector. You see them put those those efforts in another direction.
1: That can happen, but I, I was given the example of something that happened a little closer to home here in Keene, New Hampshire in 2011 or so, I think, 2012, somewhere in that range. Uh, there was a proposal to accept a $280,000 grant from the federal government, taxpayer money, to purchase what is called a bearcat. It's basically an armored... Uh, personnel carrier for the police it's a modified truck with some armor put on it you know, like gun ports and a turret and it's all kinds of crazy stuff that they can do with it so a quasi tank yeah i mean in fact it was called the tank by one of the city councilors at the time and uh, they of course you know the police wanted a new toy and what city council is going to say no well it turns out at least one member of the city council said no and managed to kick this thing down the uh down the you know the street a little bit here to actually have a debate on it instead of everybody just voting for it on one night he managed to delay that and alerted people to what was going on and people turned out in a way that i have not seen until just recently with the covid mask mandate situation which you went to that with me bonnie and that room remember the city council room was packed right yep. there was it was standing room only the original purpose of a corporation, you had to do a public, public good. goods, yeah. Right. Yeah, like it building
0: had, a bridge or something, right? Building a bridge, mm-hmm. building a dam, infrastructure was the primary use case. In any case, you had to have a pub a demonstrable public good in order to to make a corporation in the first place. Mm-hmm. And even then they had they had a time limit on them. Mm-hmm. So wow. even while they were doing this public good, you could only have a corporation for so long. Okay. That and, changed. Yeah, I mean that that changed uh, around the turn of the century, around the same time that uh, that we were talking about earlier with uh, with Standard Oil being broken up, with uh, the the creature from Jekyll Island, as it is uh, mm-hmm. uh, less than affectionately known, the whole Fed system. I mean that was also the same time, the turn of the century, when the purpose and allowable use of a corporation was changed so that they could be perpetual and that their purpose could be profit, which that's kind of insane, because I mean profit can come as we were as we were discussing in the very first segment, like you can get rich two ways: you can get rich because you actually helped people mm-hmm. or you can get rich because basically it's stolen money sure so you can so if you have a, a perpetually existing uh, a phantom, if you will, which is what a corporation is, it's a, a legal fiction,
1: sure file folder. A perfect example of this is, of course, the mask mandates and the various different COVID mandates that went on over the last couple of years. If people didn't do what they were told to do, it would not have happened. Like they would have reversed the mask mandate the next day or the next week. They would have or just it would have stopped being enforced, or they would have reversed it or whatever, because they know they don't have enough jail cells to put everybody in if people just didn't wear the masks around. And that's a
2: a perfect, yeah, that's a perfect example of the people in that situation actually have the power, but they're just giving it to the government. The people, the government doesn't have the power to put every single person in a jail cell, but the people just complied anyway because they gave their power away.
1: Yeah, that's true. And then he brings up the Canadian truckers, which was a really interesting situation. We followed it quite closely here on Free Talk Live.
0: Yeah, I recently Uh, found out that they're still, that they're still up there. I had no idea that, where uh, uh, that they're still protesting in Ottawa. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean yeah, okay. it's died down a whole lot, but uh, I, and I haven't gotten a lot of information on this. But uh, yeah, apparently those protests are still going on.
1: Well, then to their credit, they they should claim the win, and they are claiming the win for the province, various different provinces, uh, repealing certain medical or whatever mandates with regards to restrictions and uh covid and such those things did get repealed during the time frame of the the protest in ottawa now of course the government's never going to admit that that was the reason for oh, it of course but... not hey daily digestion listeners this is relly blake i enjoy free talk live and i know you do too but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy so i produce the daily digest
0: people tend to think oh Canadians they're like nice and polite so for that government to be like here's what we really are here's what a government is when you politically oppose us we will starve you to death that is what we do
2: and if there was no protest at all sure Ian that didn't make Ottawa take down or Canada take down every single vaccine mask mandate sure that's not what the protest did but it did open those conversations. I was seeing it everywhere. Yeah,
1: no doubt about it. I I think it was valuable. I'm not trying to downplay what they did. It was a huge accomplishment. And that's what happens every time you do civil disobedience and non-cooperation. Every time you put the state in the position of having to either look incompetent and look impotent by doing nothing, or, which is what they did for the first three weeks... Mm Or crack down and use total violence and threats and cutting off bank accounts and, you know, arrests, uh, no bails and all this stuff that they did. Then you show them for what they they show themselves, for what they really are. And all you have to do is point a video camera and show the rest of the world.
2: And it it just doesn't work. Nobody has said this to me once. It doesn't work when you're the only one rattling their cage and you get snuffed out. Mm -hmm. It only works when enough people are saying uh, they're going to put their skin on the line And yeah, maybe there's going to be repercussions, but I'm going to be brave and stand up to these monsters.
0: And that really is the tricky part, is getting over that one little step of like, if I'm doing this on my own, I will get targeted.
4: On one hand, I uh, sort of appreciate the effort the author goes to to try to demystify the elites, because I think that for a lot of people, it just... Sort of becomes this like vague straw man in their mind, and they don't really try to like consider meaningfully what they mean when they're talking about elites. Mm-hmm. But on the other, but on another uh, note, I think that maybe more on the analysis side, I find it kind of problematic that you know, or I, I'm not gonna say problematic, what I would say is that the re there's a you know you guys are are assuming that you know, uh if people weren't scared that they would be wanting to support liberty at least in the case of microsoft or jd rockefeller so to speak but well, the, oh, go hold ahead. on okay but people they see more than just the government as bodies that govern their lives when a company becomes as big as jd rockefellers or Microsoft, they have such an effect on the workings of a society that what they're doing is effectively governance.
1: If you don't like Microsoft's product, and I don't, uh, then you don't have to spend money with Microsoft. You don't need to have some gang come in and force them to do your bidding.
2: Yeah, like Rockefeller and I think it was J.P. Morgan, um, they were... Their companies were really popular. It was the opponents, their competitors, that petitioned the government to break them up. But you're just assuming that there was huge amounts of people coming forward and saying, we want Rockefeller's Standard Oil broken up and I don't think yeah, that that's the case. Like Why were they so popular?
1: Of the market, or something like that, which they've mm-hmm. gotten through voluntary means. Yeah, and that's and that's a really
0: popular myth that uh, the government loves to spread. That oh, the reason we had to break up these companies is because so many people, you know, just ordinary folks, came to us with this problem and told us that we needed to break up this company, and, and that is never how it happens.
2: And. Breaking up one big company like that, that people might say, oh, well, they had a lot of money, so whatever, leads to things like the FDA going after a small Amish farm in Pennsylvania and saying, uh, you're going to stop your business of selling meat, even though they have zero customers complaining about how they... uh, uh cl- raise their meat because the, the people have given them the power to do that that's yeah, a great what,
0: point what, what actually happens well, is the competitors to this company gang up and lobby the the government powers to enforce these things on their large competitor to split them up or to ban them or what have you if we could be certain that this that this was going to be the people's, that everyone was going to have this ability, I mean, I could see why you would want that to exist. But the fact of the matter is that every time that you give the uh, the moral ability to initiate force to any group of people, I mean, not actually, but like socially recognized, as soon as you do that, it is going to centralize power. Mm. The fact of the matter is that this is a tool that cannot ever be wielded in a decentralized way. And
1: it will always be wielded in a just absolutely despicable way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they will get more and more insane and more violent. I mean, power corrupts. Yeah, I mean... It's a
0: fact. It, this, this is the ring of power, the one ring to rule them all. Some tools serve only evil. Mm. And the, mm. the, the, the ability to to initiate force and threats of violence... Without any pushback is something that can only ever centralize and lead to further abuse. Oh, but you could just vote. That's your pushback. You can vote.
1: Vote them all out of office and solve everything. Well, we've seen how that went. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't matter because they're all seeking power. Mm -hmm. So whoever it is you replace scumbag uh, A with, scumbag B is going to be just as bad. Mm -hmm.
2: People like Gates, Bezos, and Benioff would be far richer than most people in any political system, whether capitalist, socialist, fascist, or a present combination of all of the above. If thousands of years of history hasn't taught you that yet, then you'll just have to take my word for it. But they only have power over you because they can collude with a government that has that power. If you want your life and your freedom back, you're going to have to change your behavior. Stop electing demagogues who promise to protect you from the elites by making the government even more powerful. Start electing representatives who will do the opposite. And I think that's That's his solution. That's a dumb solution.
0: Like, yes, yes, yes. No, No. Well, he goes
2: on. He says, stop demanding more taxes on the rich and instead demand repeal of capital gains taxes, especially on gold, silver cryptos and other competition for the Federal Reserve's currency. Stop demanding more regulation of corporations and start using your economic power as consumers to support their competition. Elect people who will outlaw executive branch agencies usurping the legislative and judicial powers. Again, electing people.
1: Well, that is what most people believe they can do. That is within their wheelhouse. Oh, yeah, I can vote. People hate uncertainty. They're mm-hmm. just sure. really,
0: really uncomfortable. Fear of change. Yeah, they're afraid of change and they're afraid of not knowing and they're afraid of yeah. doing the wrong thing. And if there's someone from the top down with a gun forcing everyone to do the same thing, then they can feel comfortable. Oh, look at the
1: pushback on independence. Every,
0: yeah, everyone's doing the thing that I'm doing. Then they don't have to worry. Am I doing the wrong thing? Mm-hmm. Because you're doing the same thing everyone else is doing because someone with a gun is making it happen. Whereas if you... If you've just plumbed the depths of your soul, face this nightmare yourself and go, you know what? I don't know. There are things I don't know. There is the unknown. It's part of reality. And I'm okay with that. I don't know if what I'm doing is the right thing. It's just the best thing I can come up with. And I'm okay with that. And I don't know if you doing this different thing is actually the right thing. And I'm okay with that. It might be that you're doing the right thing, and I'm doing something stupid, and I'm okay with that.
1: Mm. That's a great message. Uh, It seems to go against human nature, though.
0: I don't think it goes against our nature. I think it's a matter of virtue and maturity. Mm. I mean, it's it's one of those— Well, the state wants to keep people immature. Absolutely.
2: I I definitely think that, too.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's against our nature to grow up, Mm. but not everyone gets to. That's a good point.
5: I'm a live-and-let-live kind of person. Me, too. I want to live on a farm. I want to raise my own food. I want to do my own thing. And I just want to be left alone. Nice. I I, I don't want the government deciding what can or can't be done for me or somebody else. Um, I completely disagree with any kind of government oversight on abortion. I don't personally agree with it, Mm -hmm. but that's me. Who am I to say what somebody else can or can't do? Yep. We own health and health care. Your body I mean, do what you want with it. Correct. Um, I, I don't like, I mean, I get that we need property taxes to fund certain things, and I get we need taxes to fund certain things. But if we all banded together in a live-let-live live society where, you know, it's okay if you want to wear a ponytail as a man. And it's okay if you want to wear beads, and it's okay if you want to go live over there and be naked all the time. I sure. don't care.
1: It's also okay um, if you I'm, don't I'm, want to pay taxes. I mean, taxes, uh, you, you know, you talked about funding certain things. Whatever it is that needs to be funded, I think would be funded without the use of force, which is what backs up taxes. You know, if you don't pay <laughs> property taxes, men with guns will come and throw you out of your own home or what yeah, you thought was your put own you in home. prison. And they'll sell yeah. your home right out from under you and give it to one of yeah. their more obedient serfs. Whatever we're talking about, whether it's the national government or the state governments, it attracts the uh, power-hungry, it attracts the easily-corrupted. And you have them doing violence against peaceful people. And so, I mean, the truth is, you know, Arizona, look at uh, the Phoenix area where you've got the psychopath sh- sheriff who I don't think he's in office now, but for many years was uh, putting peaceful people behind bars for absolutely no, you know, oh, you you had some marijuana or you walked across a line in the sand or whatever. And now you got to go live yeah. in Tent City. I mean, this is psycho stuff. Well, and I'll- yeah. And we're we're at a very
0: different time now as when this was uh, when this was all made. So like at the beginning, you had a lot of people coming to the new world to escape government. And then okay, right. well, then we set up a government here. So you had a lot of people moving west okay. to escape government. Okay. And like at this point we can't do that anymore. Oh, and no. we have to confront the fact that look there we exist. The there is a kind of people that exist in this world that want to be left alone. And sure, you know, there's there's Sarah and her kind of people that yep. don't ever want to leave anyone alone. And if you guys just go over there and we'll go over here It's time to break it up
1: at this point. See, uh, and but
5: there there there's there's people out there that want people what they should do and not do Mm. and there are people who thrive on that and I think um, we have a lot of them coming in the southern border Gretchen got on the
6: radio today she's getting awful greedy Uh, the um, uh, the big uh, government uh, bailout money uh, uh, came in and uh, it's burning a hole in her purse and Mm. uh, she wants to um, get rid of it and disperse it as soon as possible And her excuse for this is that inflation is running so rapid so quickly and getting so high that we have to spend it now instead of waiting to spend it wisely. But you have to remember (laughs) uh, half of the um, uh, uh, state unemployment uh, uh, disbursements were fraudulent, and there's convicted Mm. felons that were hired uh, as extra help uh, basically to help themselves. And there's one young lady that uh, has about one point three million dollars in benefits that hasn't even been prosecuted yet okay. and it's just uh, it's just really, really fishy on on, on something like that. but um, I want to congratulate you guys for trying to succeed. Uh, You know from the from the union. Oh, secede.
1: uh, Yes, there's a different word there. So uh, we failed at seceding, but we would love to succeed at seceding. But sadly, that did not happen this time out yet. Uh, But secession is a little different from success. Recently, uh, some number of people have migrated to New Hampshire. A lot of people have been moving around the country during the whole COVID thing, as we were talking with a caller from Arizona about people leaving California and going to other places. Well, there's an old
0: joke that that, uh, a libertarian loses half their friends every four years and at the moment because uh, because you get a new president because the the other party comes into power i see and uh, all of a sudden all of your democrats are no longer anti-war or mm. all of a sudden all of right. your uh republicans are no longer small government yeah and, and that's the thing like right now for the time being the people on the right are more inclined to actually be free
1: for now that's what they say at least and uh the good news about this though what they're saying here in this survey is or this data that they've gotten from voter registrations is that 98.2 percent apparently of the people who have migrated here and registered to vote are registered as either republican or undeclared nice and Mm -hmm. 1.8 percent are registered as democrat
2: of the people moving
1: the people who've moved in and who've registered to vote. We don't know about people who haven't registered well, to vote. Well, I, I didn't know, they... so it
2: was that big of a difference.
1: You just
0: heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.